All right, it's time to come back with another great episode of Get On Code, The Fly Guy Show. Get On Code, The Fly Guy Show is a series of melanated conversations focused on improving our situation financially, politically, socially. And today we have with us the good brother, the good Sigma brother, I might mad, I might add, not mad, I might add, <laughs> Will Mingo. And we have Queen Taniki, who's with us again today. Good to see you, Queen. Good to see you too, Kings. Right. Thank you for having me. That's what's up. That's what's up. I don't want to take up a lot of time just giving you a lot of laudatory statements. I really want to hear your story, Will. You know, you're a serial entrepreneur. You know, you've been involved with restaurants, junk removal, real estate, financing. Man, you run the whole gamut. So what we want people to do is to walk away from this stream empowered somehow. So let's start off, man. How did you get involved in business? Well, as as an entrepreneur, you know, I, I started my career fresh out of college. I graduated from Clark Atlanta University in the early 90s. And when I started uh, corporately, you know, a, a number of folks, that kind of was the end of the, you know, your mom and dad working 30 years at Prudential, IBM, uh, et cetera. So a lot of the the folks that I was engaged with as I started my corporate career uh, were being displaced and they, you know, really had, you know, challenges staying, you know, financially, you know, in position to take care of their families. And so I made a pledge to myself, you know, that that wouldn't happen to me. So, you know, I wasn't going to be in a position, you know, was with all of the education I had and, you know, but going into corporate, I wasn't going to be subject to, you know, the for sale sign going out in front of my house if I got a pink slip. And so, you know, while I've, you know, remained in corporate America for, you know, a quarter century, I always engaged in, you know, entrepreneurial activities, most prominently real estate, to ensure that, you know, I planted seeds to to grow and ensure that, my you know, my family uh, would be be in position for me to leave something behind and, you know, never be uh, challenged simply because I didn't have a corporate payroll check coming in. Wow. So you know how to get the bag on the corporate end and through entrepreneurialism. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, like I said, man, I know that you have been involved in junk removal and restaurants, uh, but you started in real estate, like you just said. Um, how did you start in real estate? I, you know, so in my my corporate career, you know, I was fortunate to do really well, really early. And, you know, this is in the mid 90s. There was a lot of opportunity. I'm, I'm from Harlem uh, and lived in northern New Jersey and got exposure and visibility. One of my good friends was a real estate appraiser and made, uh, you know, introduced me to a number of, you know, great real estate opportunities. And so I just started investing, you know, through, you know, my, my relationship with my partner. Uh, I established relationships with a number of different REO departments at banks and uh, a number of realtors that focused on real estate owned properties and got properties with tremendous equity value in them. 
at, you know, well below market prices. And, you know, I went out and established relationships with contractors and, you know, really, uh, you know, I started small and, you know, before you knew it, I, you know, at, at any point always had six to eight real estate projects underway at any time. And, you know, this was in the, the early, uh, you know, the mid to, to, to late nineties. And after that, I continued to grow and, and cultivate uh, that. I moved into, always had a, a, an interest in financial services. So from the real estate business and, you know, having done really well there, um, my wife and I, uh, you know, invested, you know, I was still focused and, and I, I really uh, ascended to, to, you know, some, some great leadership positions in the Fortune 500. So why I, I uh, did that, my wife focused uh, a lot of more time and energy into our entrepreneurial endeavors. So we moved into the check cashing business chain of real uh, uh, check cashing stores. And we also owned the real estate that those businesses uh, operated out of. And then we just, you know, we're always through our network, you know, through the the greatest fraternity and the the ever known to man, oh. Phi Beta Sigma, with <laughs> you know, through networking with my frat brothers and having been a member of a uh, hundred black men of America, you know, just networking. And so, you know, networking was to your original question, you know, how did I learn? You know, it was networking and you know, engaging with the the brotherhood and you know, getting visibility to to opportunities. So, you know, that's where I learned about, uh, you know, the opportunity in junk removal. I uh, learned about the the opportunity in uh, the restaurant business with you know real estate ownership. So, you know, as you know, we we see a great business opportunity. Um, you know, we we move forward with it and we make those decisions as a as a family. Uh, my wife and I, uh, I'm big on gener generational wealth building. You've talked to my, my partner, uh, you know, generational wealth is, is you know, near and dear to us and, and really important. The thing I'm most proud about now is, you know, teaching my sons, you know, those principles that I didn't learn as a teenager. So, you know, instilling you know, an entrepreneurial mindset in, in my in my children. So introducing them to real estate, you know, I make my 17 year old come out with me and evaluate. I make him do the uh, cost benefit analysis on all of my real estate deals. So, and you know, if he doesn't do it right, you know, he doesn't get allowance and, you know, <laughs> so, uh, so, you know, you know, kind of driving home, you know, the importance of understanding, especially real estate uh, with my children. And that, you know, plays into a lot of what we're doing on our current uh, endeavor, uh, you know, launching our, our blank banking platform uh, in, in a couple of months here. Wow. I I'm just kind of blown away. What do you think, Taniki, when you hear uh, this type of information? 
Oh, I love it. That's exactly up our alley, Seiko. Uh, I'm big on generational wealth as well. And when he said his son doesn't get allowances, you know, as a business owner, we pay wages, not allowances. That way, the government <laughs> pays the bill for you. <laughs> so that's something that I'm huge on. I'm impressed and I love what I'm hearing right now. So I'm excited, excited to learn more. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, I'm I'm blown away, man. You're you and Don are doing some great things. I want to kind of dive in. You use the term REO for the uninitiated. What does REO mean, and what's the significance of REO? It's the the real estate owned department. Uh, you know, so banks when they you know take back properties they revert to what's known as the real estate owned department and that function within a bank uh, works out deals with developers and or realtors to move those properties and usually at, you know, substantially below market value. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Good. Good. Uh, speaking of initiated, you're a brother of Phi Beta Sigma um, this is Founders Week for the Good Brothers of Omega Psi Phi Fraternity Incorporated. But we do have something in common, and I wanted to share that with you and with the listeners. This is a picture of me in 1988 with one of the women who helped raise me. This is uh, Fanny Pettis, Fanny Petty Watts. Fanny ah. Petty Watts. Yeah, <laughs> she helped raise me. When I was born, my mother was uh, very sick and my father was a uh, new minister at a church in Brooklyn, New York. Salute to Brooklyn. Brooklyn is not a borough. It's a blood type. So salute to Brooklyn. <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, one of the Zeta Phi Beta founders helped raise me. And uh, my mother's a Delta. My father's an Omega. But, you know, it was really great to be raised by one of the sisters of the great five beta sigma fraternities from Zeta five beta. So I wanted to shout out all the Zetas in the house. Love y'all. And uh, yeah, salute to the brothers of five beta sigma. <laughs> all right. All right. You know, you always Greek love, always Greek love. Yeah. And that's Greek, <laughs> Greek letter, not Greek culture. You know, some people get like, you guys are celebrating Greek. No, no, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> are you using Greek letters? Well, you write your name with A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, C, U, V, W, X, Y, Z. That does not mean that you're celebrating the Phoenicians and all the other cultures that letters kind of developed into the letters that we use today. We just use Greek letters with our organizations. But I know some people won't take that. It's all good. <laughs> you establish relationships. That's one of the biggest things that you talked about. Um, how did you cultivate the ability to establish relationships? Well, I was really fortunate, uh, you know, as a high school sophomore, uh, you know, through some of my academic achievements in high school, I was afforded the opportunity to receive mentorship uh, through a pro program at Columbia University. And I grew up in Harlem, literally four blocks from Columbia University. And, you know, through that program, I had a a young recent graduate of Columbia, he was 24 years old. And, you know, he provided me great guidance and coaching and mentoring and insight into some of the things that I would want to do as I, you know, continue to grow personally and ultimately professionally. So that 
set the the foundation. And then when I my college scholarship, uh, yeah, I went to Clark Atlanta University. Uh, so and and again, he was he was a Caucasian man, you know, young uh, white man who took and you know shared and you know he took me to places. And again, I grew up in Harlem, so I, he he helped me become comfortable. Uh, you know, I'd never been around you know white people in volume, successful white people in volume, and he helped introduce me to that dynamic. And then my college scholarship was sponsored by President Jimmy Carter. Uh, so, and, you know, and then, you know, my, my, I was coaching the, uh, Ernestine Kodakara, who had, was the, the ambassador of the Philippines at the time was one of my mentors and coaches through college. So understanding politics, uh, uh you know, having great mentorship that was multicultural helped me become more, you know, comfortable engaging across different cultures. Yeah, I'm from I'm from Grant Houses in Harlem, so you know, and and my and so I, I'm literally, and this is something I just had this discussion with my sons, both of my sons yesterday. I'm like, hey, you've got to be versatile. So I, I'm comfortable engaging with presidents, and you know, through my mentoring activities, I can go out. You know, again, I'm from the projects. I'm from public housing. I can go and hold court on the block just as well. So I'm comfortable in either environment at either guardrail and everywhere in between. So uh, that makes, you know, and again, through a lot of those things I got foundationally. And so, you know, being able to relate and to network and to have a really broad network and being able to uh, relate to people from different backgrounds, whether it's cultural, economic, and, and whatsoever, has really been, uh, you know, the, a, a big driving force in my being able to be successful corporately and entrepreneurially. Interesting. So uh, I have a question for you. Um, my program that I um, business and we cater to a lot of people as well um, as far as low income or we, um, different spectrums. But I wanted to ask you, um, your business partner last week, he was on and he was telling us that you guys offer business credit. And um, I was so excited. I told a lot of people to hop on it um, streaming tonight. So could you explain a little more of that program that your company offers, the business credit? Yeah, so business credit and, you know, not just for underserved communities like the black community, business credit, uh, only 10 percent of business owners across America understand the importance of business credit. You know, President Trump has over 500 LLCs and you hear how he's left all of these different companies bankrupt and, you know, and he's never had any personal recourse. So our program, what we do, we coach and uh, and help people understand how to build credit for their businesses and build, you know, hundreds of thousands and ultimately millions in credit for their business in which they would have no personal recourse. So, you know, so often, you know, we all as we, you know, go through, you know, establishing business and building, we have personal attachment to them. And in, you know, in tough times like we are in right now with COVID, you know, we have so many people that, you know, their personal credit is materially adversely impacted 
because, you know, their businesses are struggling and then associated with that is their personal credit. So, you know, with our you know credit builder program, you know, we we get you credit uh, over a six month period. It's coaching. You get access to our portal. You have a personal dashboard. You have our customer service team providing white glove concierge service through the program. We take you through four steps. First, the foundational, ensuring that you have all of the things you should, you need to have appropriately set up uh, for your business. And then we take you through three different phases of business credit building. That final phase being getting you cash credit, Visa, MasterCard, American Express. And then uh, from there, we teach you and coach you on how to leverage that in your respective business, whether you're in healthcare, real estate, 60% of our clients are in the real estate business. And we, you know, really uh, have a lot that we, you know, can, can demonstrate and coach around how to optimize leverage of the business credit that you've set foundationally uh, through, through our program. So, you know, that's something it's important. I don't care where you are, if you're an entrepreneur uh, and you do business, establishing business credit is is something that you absolutely need to do. We really, we do it at a really low cost. You'll, you know, we have one of the only full-time customer service teams in that space. Others that do it anywhere near the level that we do it charge two, three times what we charge. And we don't charge a lot because we're a bank. We're a mortgage bank. We, we're a lender at, at our core. So we, we do this more foundationally for our clients so that they can be more effective in the other products that we provide. Uh, and, you know, it's a relationship that we want to, you know, have and support, support our folks long term. Yeah, I'm impressed with it. I'm actually going to be a client <laughs> very soon on that business credit builder. I've had a chance to look at it. I ran through it. I vetted it against a lot of other programs. And in terms of price, I think it's priced right. It's definitely priced right for this COVID economy that we're in. Uh, it's not free, but I see the value in it. And the great thing is I work with a lot of businesses and to be able to provide them with a service, to be able to establish an easy $50,000 in business credit in about six months. Yep, absolutely. Foundation is locked in six months, in, indeed. Yep. <laughs> All right. And what so, is hey, the credit score? What's the credit score required to start? None. So, again, there's no attachment of your personal credit. This is all of the credit oh, wow. we establish is tied purely to your EIN and your business. So there's no personal recourse. That's the, you know, the entire uh, objective is to build that credit purely for your business where you have no recourse uh, when when anything did go wrong, if, if, if it ever did. Yeah, I think that's a great opportunity yeah, to get credit that's not tied to your social security number. Uh, but, you know, the thing about credit is your credit is your credibility, as A. Donahue Baker says, your <laughs> good partner. You're also your Sigma brother. That's interesting. That's interesting. That's, yeah, that's, interesting. that's, that's the network. That's the network. Because, you know, again, we we have, you know, I'm, I'm usually behind the scenes. Don is, 
you know, with his thousands and thousands of, of followers. And uh, so, you know, I, I drive strategy and operations and, you know, he's out front and he, he's the rainmaker. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, I, have, All right, well, I have over a hundred people. I have over a hundred people on my team. I'm gonna be sending your way because I know they're very much interested in business credit. <laughs> great. 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 Now we're, we'd be excited to to support their their growth and evolution of their businesses. Well, look. Um, before we continue with the business credit piece, I want to learn about your entree in the check cashing business. Now I've always thought that check cashing companies were evil. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I used to tell people those places are evil, but you own multiple evil establishments. And I'm joking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it's not truly evil. Not true. mm-hmm. You know, you get what you sign up for, but tell me, tell us how you got involved with owning multiple yes. check cashing organizations. So it was that was something that it was a it was a great business opportunity. I had the opportunity to uh, my wife and I to to own the real estate uh, attached to to the to the businesses, and it was it was a, a rarely profitable business. Now you know in the evolution of financial services, where you know things are going paperless and checklist, uh, it's not as you know, voluminous as as it was when we went into the business 15 years ago. But my introduction, you know, to the business was, you know, talking to a, a friend of mine that was in the real estate business and he shared it. It's, uh, you know, some of the, you know, what the opportunity was. And for us, you know, I never knew of, that was something, again, Black people, you know, and all I grew up in Harlem. You know, there's there's a check cashing location on every other street. I le- and I grew up in the heart of Harlem. I'm from 125th Street and Broadway in Harlem. And so, you know, you you stroll across 125th Street from Broadway to First Avenue, you probably pass 30 of them. And it's you know, to your point, it's it's you know, it's a, it's a business that we want to move our people out of because, you know, that is for folks that are not banked and, you know, don't have access, though they don't, they don't understand credit and they don't have access to uh, financial services that, you know, uh, you know, are more befitting, you know, any, any, anyone. And so that's a part of, you know, our growth and, you know, where we're moving toward banking, you know, financial services and now banking, you know, where it's it's my, you know, some of our the, the, the features of our banking product are designed specifically to empower our folks and move them, you know, away from check cashing, away from payday lending, away from pawn shops. And, uh, you know, that's just, drop, you know, again, aligned around you know, evolution as a business and, and being now in position, you know, to move from the business opportunity that was check cashing to, you know, the impactful, you know, growing to the point of being able to have an impact in moving folks that are unbanked today and give them access to, to things that they normally wouldn't have had access to. What are some other things that help provide access to the quote unquote unbanked? 
in our communities? So, you know, so for instance, you know, Blacks uh, and then Hispanics, you know, our Hispanic brothers, 52% of Hispanic households today are unbanked. Uh, and so, you know, that means if you don't have a bank, so you pay everything, uh, you have to go to a check cashing location to, you know, pay your bills, to get money orders, to, you know, uh, you know, send send money to to family members through Western Union, you know, those types of things. Those are the things that unbanked have to go through, and and there are substantial fees associated with that. And now, when you have access to a bank, and and that's you know one of the things in our banking platform, you don't you, there's no minimum balance requirement. So you know if you bank with you know, Bank of America, Wells Fargo today, you know, they have, you know, minimum, if you don't have at least a thousand dollars or more, they're charging you 25 bucks a month. If you, you know, have uh, a check that, uh, you know, may go over $3, they're going to charge you $35 for, for an overdraft fee. Uh, so again, think about it, $3 overdraft and they're charging you $35. So they would have, you know, literally charged you a thousand percent interest. And, you know, you, you have to execute, you know, remediate with them within a week. So, you know, those are the things that, you know, now making, you know, someone that's currently uses those services uh, to not have to use those, to have a debit card, not have minimum requirements, be able to uh, get uh, a, an advance, cash advance uh, at no cost, be able to, you know, have up to $250 uh, overdraft protection at no cost. Those are the things that we have, some of the features of our, of our bank that uh, are literally designed to make, you know, move, you know, make folks that are in the check cashing and payday lending space prominently today uh, comfortably move away from that. And, and then we give, we have tools, we have a generational account where parents, you know, can, you know, teach their children 13 to 17, you know, money management and, you know, have a, a platform and budgeting tools within the bank uh, to teach and again, help grow and educate our people uh, and, and drive and grow the culture. Again, both, you know, black, Hispanic, and other underserved communities. Man, I, I'm really impressed with that. The fact that you have done the pivot from check cashing establishments, which uh, it looks like they're still profitable, to owning a bank. Now, the idea of me or you owning a bank, I have to admit, uh, I know it's historically, it can go back until emancipation where you had the Freeman's Bank and, you know, Frederick Douglass was one of the people who was in charge of the Freedmen's Bank, even though, you know, the you know the federal government really set it up for failure. But, you know, it's not as common. It's just not as common. So to see that you are in a position to own a bank really just kind of blows me away. It really kind of blows me away and says that there's greater things that can be done 
And one of the ways that you did it is by networking, establishing relationships, but you also worked with Fortune 500 companies and you got a chance to learn some of their processes, their strategies, I'm assuming, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. what, what did you learn from working with the uh, finance? <laughs> with those big money corporations. <laughs> well, that they were really important for me and especially now in in owning, you know, our company, Money Avenue, you know, we're we're number one ninety-nine on the Inc. five thousand. We're the ninth fastest uh growing fintech uh company in, in America. But a lot of what we do are, you know, and again, I, I drive you know, operations and strategy. I started my career, I was recruited by Prudential Financial fresh out of Clark Atlanta University. I was in a management rotation program. So I, you know, my time at Prudential, I was in human resources. I was in management internal control. I was in IT program management. Uh, my last role, I was director of corporate governance. Uh, and so that kind of foundation and then, you know, going on to uh, Mellon Bank, where I was in managed services and in uh, Dell, where, you know, I ran the global enterprise uh, IT services uh, business and, you know, helped build that business from from scratch, which was a, you know, two billion dollar company. So, again, understanding the tools, the processes, you know, I have. So many corporate, uh, you know, I've done, you know, Scrum Master, PMP, pro, you know, PMI. Uh, I have. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down. <laughs> Scrum Master. That, that kind of reminds me of something from the Jungle Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had the you Prop Master. Yeah. We had the and Prop you, Master. And so you were Scrum Master. Tell us about that and the PMP. Because uh, yeah, I wanted to so, put it you know, through. Yeah, those are project management certifications, uh, you know, learning how to, you know, manage projects. You know, PMP started kind of from a waterfall management standpoint. And then, uh, you know, Scrum Masters, it's software project management, doing things in parallel uh, at high security. And again, those are uh, on, on that front, right? But then I... You know, Earl, I had a certified, I was a chartered financial consultant, a chartered life underwriter. Uh, I, I currently hold the, uh, uh, I'm on the HR side, I have, I'm currently a, uh, you know, senior certified professional with the Society for Human Resource Management. So, you know, as, you know, I've grown in corporate <laughs> through different functions, you know, be the best at whatever you do functionally. And but it's rounded me out. So, you know, I understand human resources and organizational development. I've been in the financial services space. So I understand financial uh, consulting. I understand underwriting. I understand, you know, all of those different elements of whatever my experiences are and the functions that I've led. Uh, and so I've taken those all of those learnings in you know 25 years uh, plus of you know leading you know large corporate organizations and, and entities at an executive level and been able to bring those and apply those principles to uh you know to what we do in, in our business and that's helped us uh and our growth uh to you know to to be able to grow in an accelerated fashion wow uh acceleration i wow. think that's uh, <laughs> 
that, that's definitely a key term because I tell you, <laughs> uh, you do more than staying awake. It looks like you're constantly moving up in responsibility. You're so you're embracing responsibility. You're embracing a a pivotal climb up all the time, and you're embracing education. Absolutely. Wow. So, I mean, with continuous all that learning and continuous improvement, whatever you do in life, you've got to seek to learn and seek to improve. And 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 those things, if you you know hold those two principles, everything else work works itself out. It's uh, like my my grandfather used to say: hey, the harder we work, the luckier you, you, we we get. And right. you know, when you set that around a foundation of learning and improvement, it, it all comes together. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, it's time for a change. It's time for a change. And so I want to take this moment to uh, thank some of our sponsors who've provided the change to pay for this show. All right. So at this point, I'm going to hold this up. It's an empty bottle. It's empty. It's an empty bottle of Guidance Whiskey, an empty bottle of Guidance Whiskey. And I tell you, Guidance Whiskey has a great taste to it. So if you're a drinker, I don't drink too often, but as you can see, the bottle is empty. Uh, you know, stop by GuidanceWhiskey.com. That's GuidanceWhiskey.com. I also want to say that common sense for you, common sense for you. This summer, you know, I was outside and this bug off oil kept all the mosquitoes away from me. Oh man. So go to commonsenseforyou.com, common sense for you, and you can purchase. I'm going to put those in the show notes as well. You can grab some great materials that will ensure that everything goes very well with you. Um, they have soaps. They have a lot of different things, uh, soaps. Let me, let me go through there very quickly, uh, as well as taking a quick break. So, you know, body brushes, oils, soaps, magnesium body cream. Uh, wow. As you can see, I really like their lavender sugar scrub cubes. I have a few of those, and this really, you know, gives you that nice cream and clean feeling and their common sense tooth powder. That's a winner. That's definitely a winner. So you can uh, I'll have their information in the show notes, but you want to look for common sense for you and they have some great things for you. All right. So Will, tell us a little bit about your time in the restaurant business and how your experiences in the restaurant business has you going to opening a bank. Because it just seems like yeah. two different things. So, to of me. all of the businesses, you know, the restaurant business was really interesting because, you know, that that, uh, you know, we went into that business on an opportunity of all of the entities. I mean, you know, I've touched on, you know, the restaurant business is the one if I could take it back. But <laughs> we, we would. But that was a great experience because, you know, you learn, you know, some of those you know, dynamics that, uh, you know, it, it, all that it glitters isn't gold. And, you know, re the restaurant business is, is a really tough dynamic. Whereas, you know, other businesses I've had and that we've done, we were able to be really effective absentee. Uh, 
the restaurant business as an absentee owner uh, and the dynamic that we were managing it uh, was was a learning experience because, you know, if you're going to be in that business, doing it absentee is is something that is an extreme challenge and something that, you know, I've got asked that question, you know, 500 times uh, since, since we went into that space. And, you know, we've got a, another location that's, you know, set to, to open. Uh, but, you know, as soon as we can get out of it, we certainly will. But, uh, you know, the restaurant business of all of the entities, it was a learning experience and, and, you know, especially being uh, absenteeism as as a, as an owner, uh, you know, being, you know, kind of when I say absenteeism, if you have other businesses and, you know, restaurant is something you're doing kind of uh, at a cursory level, you know, it's going to be even more challenging. And just imagine right now you see what our uh, folks that are in that business are, are going through right now. And uh, if you were if you were not in it full time uh, focused, then, you know, your, your doors are probably certainly already closed. So that's the the, you know, 50,000 foot cliff notes version of, you know, my my perspective around the, the restaurant business. <laughs> what type of restaurant business did you own? We had, a, uh, we had a we had a sports bar chain, a, a franchise uh, sports bar chain, and we uh, we planned on doing you know development along all along the the eastern U.S. basically from uh, from the northeast from from Boston to uh, to Maryland. Uh, we had five locations. We we have uh, sold out of all but one and we've got another that's going to be opening uh sometime in the in the first quarter of uh 2021 but uh but yeah it was a sports bar chain uh that we rebranded originally we we were a sports bar chain uh but we we rebranded and uh you know set out as an, an individual uh units all right, great. Taniki, tell a little tell us a little about what you do and let's see how people who receive your services can then connect with Will and receive his services. Well, I'm in the financial education business as well. Um I'm an independent rep or consultant with a company called My Econ and what we do is teach people how to take control of their own economy. Um, we teach people five strategies that everyone can use. Um, minimizing your taxes, um, correcting your W-4 so that you can um, take the money and we teach you a process called income shifting after you correct your W-4 and see an increase on your paycheck because you're no longer giving free money to the government. You will see an increase on your paycheck and then we teach you how to shift that and eliminate your debt, um, build an emergency fund. We also teach you as business owners how to um, build good business um, income and also minimize your tax because of a lot of business owners do not keep good records. So we teach you how to keep good records. We provide you with a system that's audit proof where that you can track all of your personal business expenses, um, money management, 
We teach you how to, um, like I said, minimize your taxes, um, show you how what number 45 did, write off everything that so that the government pays the bill as a business owner. Um, we teach you how to, to also repair your own credit. We make you Instead of you, the credit expert, we provide you with the tools, the blueprint, the strategies. Okay. Uh, from A to Z, how to repair, build, and maintain a 750 plus credit score so that when you are at that point, you can go see someone like Will and get you some good okay. business credit. All right. We also teach you investment education. So we try to cover everybody. Good stuff. We're having a lot of trouble with your stream, Taniki. So uh, we'll we'll leave you a chance to get your stream together. But so let's say somebody will gets their credit together uh, using Taniki's My Econ system. So what can that person then do in business? Now you said earlier they didn't need to have a great personal credit score, but will having a good personal credit score help them in some of the services that your bank will provide, other than just the uh, business credit piece? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, great, great credit gets you great access, right? So there's literally no limit to what would be available uh, to anyone with, you know, that goes through Taniki's uh, program and, and gets gets their credit set to, to come engage with us. So, you know, there's 20 different, uh, you know, things I could think of, you know, and, and rattle off, but it literally is is an, an, an unlimited opportunity uh, if you've got strong credit, whatever your uh, business is, whatever industry, uh, you know, we, we can support you in, in meeting your, your goals and, and objectives and uh, and even help you, you know, get those things strategized, kind of a crawl, walk, run plan to your ultimate goals based on where you are in, in your uh, credit profile. Okay. Now I know that you had a junk removal company and I tell you the junk removal company is kind of intriguing. Uh, you know, I help people with funding. I help people to mm -hmm. obtain funding for real estate investments. That's something I do with Money Ave and with four other firms that I represent. In this case, I was able to provide this person with 90% acquisition and 100% of the rehab costs. He bought it at 33, needed 58,000 in repairs. It's, oh man, I'm telling you, he's making a, a, not literally a killing, he's making a nice profit off of that particular situation. Um, but one of the things he had to do is remove a lot of junk out of that property. So I hadn't even thought about that there's a big amount of profit to be made in junk removal. Tell us about your entree and possibly departure in the junk removal business. Yeah, so my uh, we had a uh, franchise. Uh, we we owned the uh, the Bronx, New York territory, uh, and for one eight hundred got junk. You may see it. It's it's a you know they've been growing, and again I was doing that. Uh, with one of my childhood friends that I grew up with in Harlem. We'd always wanted to do business together. He owned a moving company. And, you know, we I was introduced to the to the opportunity. He owned a moving company based in the Bronx. And we 
looked at the opportunity, flew out to uh, Vancouver uh, in, in Canada to, 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 you know, review the business opportunity, meet the leadership of the franchise. We went forward, uh, made some, some great money. And then as, again, we, we hit critical mass where we were either going to grow or sell. And we, uh, we decided to sell. We, we kept, we had the business about two and a half years and, and sold at a, at a great profit uh, in, in, a, in a short window of time. We, we took it, you know, from, from nothing, built it, established that equity in a great territory and, and turned that over uh, almost like a, a fix and flip in, in real estate. We, we flipped the business. We built it and, and flipped it for, for a great profit. Now, how challenging is that? Most of us, when we get into business, we're super passionate about something that we're in. How hard is it to build something up, to grow up a child, and then send it off in the world to be managed by somebody else? That, uh, actually, that's that's kind of you know for 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 you know, for me and and my partners in a number of different businesses that we're that we're in. Uh, you know, that's the, especially as, you know, we, we get older, uh, you know, we build it and, and sell is the thing, right? I mean, there's, there's, you know, several folks that literally their business is starting businesses, building them and selling them at exponentially higher, uh, you know, numbers than, than it took them to build it. And, you know, that's kind of where I am in, in my kind of entrepreneurial mindset is, uh, you know, I'm no spring chicken. Uh, I'm doing things that, you know, like banking and, and community empowerment is my passion. And I do that through my work with 100 Black Men and my, and my fraternity and, you know, continue to do that and want to have purposeful impact in what we do in business the finance business so that that we will will we will have and and grow and and focus on but when we see business opportunity uh the opportunity is going to be you know one of the first things we always look at is what's the exit strategy and so we look at the opportunity and we kind of gets to a, a go no go and that go no go is are we going to you know take this you know to the next level are we gonna you know exit cash out and start the next thing like even with our with our bank you know we haven't you know just high level our business plan when we when we hit the 100 million valuation it's okay do we you know cash out are we it's either we're gonna cash out at 100 million or are we gonna take it to a billion and that but that has to you have to go into the you have to go into it with with that plan and that go, no go. Uh, and, you know, always ask yourself, what's the exit. And, and that's, uh, kind of the, the, the entrepreneurial mindset that, that I work toward right now. Wow. So I'm seeing education, experience, networking, taking opportunities, always climbing for the next ladder and having an exit strategy is some of the jewels that you've kind of shared with us today. Let's uh let's kind of round out and bring this home. What are some of the last things you'd like to share with the 
viewers of this Melanated Wealth series. Um, I know you wanted to talk, and you talked about money half, but, you know, what else? It's just, you know, build, you know, seek to learn, seek to grow, and 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 seek to, to have impact in any and everything that you, you do. And in, in business uh, and personally, personal credit and business credit are critical. So whether you're doing, you know, working on your, your, your personal credit with Taniki or, you know, engaging uh, in, in building your business credit with Money Avenue or any other entity, those things are critical and foundational for you to reach your, your goals. So the thing I, I would say is, you know, focus on growth, focus on continuing to grow and evolve and uh, understand the things that are going to be important foundationally for you to do that. Because you can have the greatest idea and the most skills in the world, but if your credit isn't right or you don't have a business plan or you don't have a strong network that you can engage to get honest feedback on where you are and where you where you're going uh you know you you're going to stay stuck and you want to get is you can be running fast but if you're on the treadmill and not on the track uh you're not going to go anywhere wow okay good stuff uh taniki your last question unmute yourself just um <laughs> is there is there an upfront uh, fee that must be paid in order to apply for your business credit. Yeah, so or the, does that come the, out of the back end? No, the business credit is a one-time fee of twenty-seven two thousand seven hundred and ninety-five dollars. And again, in the grand scheme, at the end of six months, you're going to have at least fifty thousand in aggregate business credit available to you. So you're investing twenty-seven ninety-five. At, at six months, you're going to have 50. And with all of the tools and engagement we're going to give you beyond that foundation, you'll be able to do the, some of those things that 45 has done <laughs> uh, and others to leverage that business credit to, you know, springboard yourself without having any any challenges. And then wow. you, I see you, t you got here, you know, our personal loans program, it's you know, personal loans, instead of going and building up uh, debt on credit cards, uh, you know, we, we offer directly on our website. In a minute, you, you'll, you'll get a, up to 10 offers, 10 different offers to choose from for personal loans. So, you know, if, it, you know, you have a, a home repair or you just need to go get some things done for the holiday season, you know, look at, you know, we get you three, you know, one, three, five-year terms as low as 7.9% versus, you know, paying, you know, 23, 25% APR on, on a credit card. Uh, so that's another uh, product we have available. That's right on our website. It's touchless, it's frictionless. Uh, you can go in and, you know, literally, and it takes you less than a minute to, to zip through it and there's no obligation, but you can see you're going to have up to 10 different offers to, to choose from. Uh, 
on on the personal loans. Uh, you know, we'll come back another time and talk another important dynamic in our community that we're underserved is life insurance. Uh, life insurance, especially with COVID, uh, you know, is, is up in America 520 percent. It's, you know, again, it hasn't it's 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 an acute issue in America, but in, in underserved, you know, black and Latino communities, it's even more challenging. It doesn't cost much. I mean, you can get, you know, a million dollar policy, term policy for 10 years for, you know, you'll be stunned at how the, 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 the low amount these things are available. And that again, keeps generational wealth going. Uh, again, I grew up and I'm, yeah, you know, I, you know, I talk about, I, I grew up, I'm still in, in touch with people I grew up with in grand houses and every, you know, I can't tell you how many times a year I get called, Hey, with such and such, we got to we need a hundred dollars or $200 for, for a burial. You know what I mean? And again, if we just take the focus and spend $20 a month for a $20,000 policy, uh, those things are available. So we're making those things available to our folks. Again, our on on our right on our website, the insurance is, is there. Uh, Seiko, you know, you know, you'll uh, you'll have you'll be able to make all of those things uh, available. And again, we we need to educate and empower and give all of these foundational wealth management and wealth building tools available to to our folks. And we're we're trying to make this as, as simple of a process as, as possible uh, for, for our folks and, 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 again, to make a difference. Wow. I'm impressed. You own a bank. You owned check cashing companies, and now you're owning a bank. You're providing opportunities for, uh, for us to get money. And it's kind of FUBU. It's for us, by us. It's actually for everybody, by us. Uh, for everybody, so it's FIBU. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's FIBU, just like the guidance whiskey. It's FIBU, uh, <laughs> just like the uh, the bug off. It's FIBU, and we want everyone who is uh, watching to work on ways to improve your business standing, your financial situation, to improve generational wealth. Brother Mingo, man, we thank you for coming on the Fly Guy Show. Get on code, the Fly Guy Show. Queen Taniki, always good to have you on the building. I'm always learning from you. Good to have you. Hip hop salute. Uh, salute again to the Sigmas, man. <laughs> All right. My Omega brother. <laughs> yeah, I can't front. You put money in my pocket. <laughs> All right, so uh, we just want to go out and say thank you for watching. And thank you for both for empowering our community. <laughs> both. <laughs> good stuff. Dang. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Well, with that being said, I just want to uh, highlight one last company on our way out of here. So thank you. Peace and prosperity. Tallyandtwine.com. Yes, that's tallyandtwine.com, where you can find beautiful watches for men and for women, made here in the United States, made here in the great state of Virginia, made in Portsmouth, Virginia. That's right, made in America, made in Virginia, and made in Portsmouth. Tallyandtwine.com. Great watches for the men. Look at these beautiful watches. Aren't they nice, masculine? 
really attractive and these sexy watches for our beautiful ladies tallyandtwine.com this is my favorite watch this is the watch i personally own tallyandtwine.com made in virginia made in america it's time for you to get a high quality watch from tally and twine yes yes here's my tally and twine it's a lovely watch thank you for watching have a great day This show was brought to you by Positive Vibes Incorporated, our consulting services. We do credit fixes. We do tax resolution. We lend private money and debt consolidation. So if you need some of these services, we're waiting here for you. Credit fixes, tax resolutions, private money, and debt consolidation. Make sure you call Positive Vibes Incorporated. Take care.